Welcome to Unsolicited Views, where we talk about topics that you may or may not give a damn about. I need a coffee lot. shops are not in black neighborhoods like black people never. Don't drink coffee. Never. Never. And we drink coffee a lot. That's wild to me. I don't drink coffee. Coffee's actually good with nothing in it, though. Yeah, I do black. Like yeah, black. I'm black. Always black. No cream? No, no cream. cream. No white man. <laughs> um, I thought you bought a bus out of Heavy D line, yeah? That coffee, no sugar, no cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's good? What's good? So we back. Another episode of Answer Series. All right. I like that. I, I like that. Too, I like yeah. that. I like you sitting there. I like you sitting up. I think you like that seat, though. I, I kind of do. I know. I know you do. I can feel it. I can feel your energy. Yeah. Um, we, it's all right. You know, you got to stop. <laughs> we we got to grow up. It's okay. You're not. You don't got to be. Towards the rest cage, yeah? That's, that's out of business. You realize They're that, They're coming right? back. Are they? Bam. Are they really? Yeah. They are. Yeah. Why? Because, dog, you know that these, like, companies are just working the system, right? Yeah. I mean, it's one company that has ownership of something. They right. give it a name, a proprietor or whatever. Right. That goes out of business. They they file bankruptcy. Rebrand. And then they do it again. Towards yeah. our we. We're going to do it again. <laughs> We're going to. Get that money. Yeah. Re grab that. Flip that. New board of directors. Exactly. They're running it back. They're not going to have as many brick and mortar buildings. That's all. That's what I think. That's going by the wayside. Brick and mortar buildings. I mean, corporate. I mean, it's about commercial real estate. If you want a commercial building next year, you can get one for. You'll probably get one dirt cheap. Because everybody's like, pandemic. We don't need these buildings. Like, we don't need none of this. Lord and Taylor, they're closing out all their stores. Yeah, they're going out. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I. Some That's of those nobody older, shops at Lord and Taylor. Yeah, you know who shop at Lord and Taylor? Yeah. Eighty year old people that can't get there. That's right. Same thing. Like uh, <laughs> Nordstrom. Yeah, I've never Nordstrom. Yeah. Their clientele is dying. That's really yeah, what it is. It's yeah. old people in Nordstrom, Joe. Yeah, no. I bought a few. It's like wait, just wait till Zara becomes a department store. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> That's gonna be our department store. <laughs> It is. It's just every every de- generation that's goes through. You want to happen because you like I it. I yeah, do. Like it. Yeah, I, say, I, I do. You trying to speak that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're doing there. Yeah. Everybody don't shop. Is everybody don't shop there. Yeah. I don't shop. That bro. ain't for everybody. Why, why don't y'all shop? What do y'all shop? What do y'all shop? They don't got Places, my size. Man. Nordstrom, uh, Macy's. Yeah. Regular. Zara. I like Nordstrom's a lot. The online's. The online. Nordstrom's rack is a hidden gem, though. That's some fancy niggas. Oh, it is a hidden gem. Because everything that was I'm upstairs must come down. Yeah. Like, it's the same stuff. I don't like the atmosphere of it, though. Nah, used, it's, it's, it's a little grungy. I used to work at Marshall's. Yeah. And people who shop at Marshall's are probably the biggest savages of the, lo- the world. Oh, I can, yeah. yeah. I can see that. Oh, yeah, definitely. And Ross they and look Maxx. at the things that they want, and, and if it. they don't want it, they launch it as far as they <laughs> <Yeah>. possibly can. <laughs> yeah, you ever seen, like, the what? floors of Marshall's, TJ Maxx, and Ross? It's disgusting. It's uh, crazy. Oh, should I go with peak hours? You got time to look through that stuff. Oh, yeah. You might and I never some gems. Target, yeah. Target yeah. up there too. Like you ever seen some? Know somebody yeah, working Target? Fellow, shout out. You said what? Good, good fellow. fellow. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's the yeah, that's oh, that's Target brand. I like, yeah, like in house brand. The shoes not yeah. that well, not that good though. All nah, my, all my work pants from Target. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, sh- the pants and shirts are cool. They don't stretch as good enough though. Nah, nah, not for yeah, me. Yeah, you know that's where it is, man. Yeah. The khakis where you can, you know. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You never know when you need to kick somebody. You know. Oh, maybe you need a two percent spandex. Yeah. So we're gonna start the pod. We got two guests, two special, two special guests from the uh, Ecclesia in the building. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't want all They've that. They both been on here before. Y'all don't want all yeah. that. Yeah. All right, all right. Oh, Dad, we're gonna move your pocket. Yeah, Mike a little closer. Muted. Closer, move it oh, closer. Move it closer. <laughs> Come okay, on. Got you. I'm not the sound man. Hey, in the church, he's dad right? off, off set, yo. On the set, he's brother Q. Oh, okay, okay, brother Q, brother That's Q, fine. brother good. Q is here. <laughs> Brandon is here. What up? What up? Um, two past guests. Yes, you good now? You good now? Y'all get excited. got three guests, Yes, third guest, Mr. Palmer, the Mr. Palmer. Um, <laughs> on Instagram, follow him. Don't follow me. No, we're, I'm ch- we're actually about who to. Fa- who runs this account? Nobody. I do. Okay, you do. <laughs> Why we, you raise your hand? Yeah. Make a because whole, I, I want him to know. Because I'm about. Right he is about to start posting pictures next week. It's gonna be crazy. It's <laughs> good to know you. I didn't know. <laughs> it's good to know. Find um, out your real fans. Yeah, we right. back. Um, uh, Maul's here. Mel's here. John's here. The usual suspects. Uh, yeah. I did want to start the part with something that was interesting. Like, uh, based off of y'all behaviors, I have formulated three questions to my co-hosts. All right, so to, to Melvin, oh, I want to know how you did on persuasive essays, being so middle of the road. Maul, uh, did you ever turn your work in on time? No. And then no, Palmer, yes, I want to know how Palmer. You did. I want to know how Palmer dealt with group <laughs> group discussions and attendance in school. Attendance? His attendance he, was, he was impeccable. Like, he, was, he was actually yeah. perfect in attendance. How did he do with the group discussions? Group talk, group, group projects. Just listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's exactly oh, say, how it was. Is this a group project? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. If All you right. like the topic, you go and talk. I, I was just wondering. I was yeah, just yeah. yeah, basically, listen to the podcast. 
I'm gonna say, I always turn my stuff in on time. Actually, me and my had a lot of the same classes, so. In college or? In college, yeah. In college? All right, cool. And I, I can be persuasive. I, I want to read one of Mel's persuasive essays. Because he's like, but he has a point. <laughs> he goes, but yeah. That's the rebuttal. That's a part of the essay. You, exactly. you got to have a rebuttal in the essay. Exactly. Mr. Blythe, what up? Bring that point up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring that point up and never feed it. He obviously listens to this part. Oh, he does? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. <laughs> we well, we both have an image to uphold. We do. I feel like I'm coming through now, so I feel more talkative. I know you do. See, I can yeah, see it. I see, I see you coming alive. You coming alive. Yeah. All right. Hey, yeah. <laughs> you never got, yeah, yeah. You never oh got that on God. camera, right? Yeah, you know no, we on video know. now. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, we right. can see right. all this My fans know what I like. You do. All right, so we we here. <laughs> so today's topic, uh, I, I do. I want to give Melvin credit because I know how Melvin feels when, we, when he says that no one he doesn't plan episodes. Give him his flowers. Thank you. I'm gonna give you your flowers. I'm gonna give you your. Yeah, yeah. You this is the first time in I'm giving you flowers like, But see look When you give somebody a flower You see how they do You yeah. see how they do Nah I don't give them to me I want cut roses exactly. The yellow right. ones Come on exactly. man It's alright But nah he, um, he I appreciate it though <laughs> all right, keep, uh, Go ahead right, It's in there when I get quiet He don't like the attention either so. I don't But uh, <laughs> he, he broke a this uh, podcast We had Brandon on here before We talked about some things yeah. Religious I don't even consider him religious Because I, be, I just believe his life You're just talking about life And uh, different things um, And then my Brother Q uh, this has been on the pod before. I mean, yeah, both of them have my brother. My, my brother, brother, brother Keith. Yeah. Like only brother Keith. He's not my brother. He like my brother, brother and me. Yeah, I have a I have a brother named Q, but he is not my brother. Just say oh. Mister Q then. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even. Hey, y'all get so nervous he when does, his family. Yeah, he does. Here, well, QB oh, yeah. for real. That's what QB I'm for real. QB. Okay. Special Queensbridge. Quarterback. <laughs> Quarterback. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. oh, okay. There we go. Now there I, go. I get ner- I don't get nervous, <laughs> but uh I don't I'm not really a huge talker. Like I don't think y'all know John. I'm not a talker. John. John. Well, John. I'm only trying to yeah, yeah, for a reason, yeah. No, I'm A Mike because like Melvin it. said I quit. <laughs> nah, Same thing. I was so bad at it. No, nah, I I listen to some relationships every now and then. But no, I actually, I actually ra- rather be in the background of things. I, I, I don't think y'all don't know that about that. me. I'm telling you, no my dad, my brother Q will tell you. Don't, what's my preference? Right, well, yeah. what's he, he, preference? he knew you the longest. <laughs> I, said, okay, I know. A cool twenty-eight piece. <laughs> twenty-eight piece. Right. Cool twenty-eight piece. Yeah, um, but the twenty twenty-nine. Yeah, don't talk about it. We ain't let her answer though. What, what was that? About to move on. What's that? What did I answer? Do you like to be in the background? Yes, yeah, yeah. I prefer it. Well, you didn't even let him answer. Now, I'm gonna let him what I said. When he um, I'm gonna he wasn't he's, he wasn't gonna let him answer. Yeah. He's we, just gonna move on. He has a full deep dive on me. He's the only person that probably knows him and my yeah. wife probably can uh, have a whole podcast about John. Okay, um, that's a good idea. All right, say less that. Let's do that. Yeah, y'all gonna Paul you don't, don't want to know all the things. You don't all need the things. About I want to know everything. Yeah, the ins and outs. Nah, we might. Okay. Thank you. Yikes! Yeah, All right, so we're gonna let these two gentlemen uh, introduce their podcast. They both have podcasts. I want y'all to shout your podcast out in the beginning because we always do it to the end, and then you know people don't listen past sixty. I don't. So uh, I'll let you go first, Brandon. Follow your lead. Go oh, okay. Well, yeah, this is Brandon. I've been on here before uh, with my fellow podcasters. I have a podcast with my brother called Black and Blurred. Um, shout out where we deal with um, just culture, theology, apologetics, arts um, through the lens of black boys from West Baltimore, but fighting against this. I guess growing suspicion that black people have a monolithic thought process. Oh. So I like it. Yeah, I love it. And one thing I like about your podcast, I've listened, Diversion. is because it's, it's interesting that you come from deep in West Baltimore as you do, because you have a, a viewpoint of someone that was uh, possibly lived in uh, surrounding county. Hmm. Um, because that's how a lot of people that don't live in Baltimore think. I the think way he's gonna go black and white right yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, no, I for it. But you know that's loosely based on that, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. City, city people talk yeah. about county people. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. in that way, based yeah. off their association yeah. with white people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Knowing both, I'm like, oh wow, that's a very interesting perspective. I really want to know more about where he got that. Like, yeah. where, who was he around that made him think not so monolithic? Because a lot of times you talk to somebody from Baltimore City, yeah. deep in the city, they. I'm gonna be keep it a bean. They don't like black people from Baltimore County. Right, it's it's, it's a big thing. And, well, here's the and thing. They make you and without taking Brother Q's time of explaining his podcast, um, all you have to do is experience the hood in Baltimore. 
You, yeah. don't, you don't need somebody to I tell did. you it's bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think two options that people have taken is to say, yeah, this is our culture. This is our heritage. Mm-hmm. There's beauty about the culture and the heritage. But then there's some things we got to be honest about. Mm-hmm. Is uh, fatherlessness good? Is murder good? Is drug addiction right. good? What do we is glorify all that stuff good? What do we glorify? We glorify it. And it's like, nah, you don't need to glorify that. I don't need to take a class to see somebody sprung out on drugs, leaning at Lexington, and right. be like, oh, that's bad. Nah, yeah. I can see it. Yeah. This is bad. Yeah. <laughs> this is bad. It's, yeah. We wear it as a badge. It's weird. It's a weird badge that uh, black people wear. We got to stop wearing it as a badge. I, I, that's what I learned from your podcast. My mom, that's all they know. That's the I mean, that's yeah. interesting. Right. It's interesting yeah. to hear y'all talk about this because uh, while anybody's viewing this, you'll see that I'm kind of like a, one generation up from these guys. Couple, couple years. <laughs> but, uh, one, <laughs> one, 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 one. Everyone in here could be my son. John, I have a this son. is your okay. father. One <laughs> generation. <laughs> By definition, it's oh. one generation. But I'm, I I'm thinking, son. I guess I'm thinking like, I'm a millennial. It was like a couple more in between. Actually, but I guess my oldest son is Yeah, you're right. So there you go. But when you and I sit back and hear them, you know, putting together connected pieces, I guess I need to introduce myself. Um, I'm just pretty much a Baltimore OG, not in the gangster aspect of it, but I've just been around for a little while. OG is a status. It's an overcome status. You know, came up in the city. Also, came up in the uh, religious world or the church world, and I've seen a lot of dynamics. So the basis of my podcast wraps around it's called ripping the veil yes i realized when you look historically in the bible the whole veil in the temple when it was rent for those who know the biblical stories of jesus christ when he was um executed even though no man you know takes my life but i lay it down gotcha mm-hmm. right but with that, that said part. when he died symbolically you'll find in the temple the veil rent in two from top to bottom, which separated now everyone now because of his death has access to god for themselves mm. well I've experienced in my Christian walk that a lot of those veils have been restored by society and, believe it or not, the modern day church. Mm. A lot of things have been tacked on to actually act more as veils to keep people from relationship and entrench them and indoctrinate them into the doctrine of the church or the religion of the church than a true relationship. So what I did is just sitting back and taking a look at that, there's a lot of people who really have a desire for a spiritual relationship with God or as some people would say a deity of some sort they know it's something there right. but sometimes the whole stamp of religion kind of blocks them from that so I look at it in that aspect but also there's a lot of social aspects that cause that divide so that's what my podcast pretty much address so right. I'm here to you know be with these young fellas as they are you know just chopping up in conversation. Uh, I'm very proud of them. I mean, oh, wow. you know. As Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Pause, you know, please, please. Pause. Being an older guy, I made a statement with them before we went live that, you know, I, I even like the way they take time to articulate this because they could be doing so many other things. Yeah, for sure. But they take their time to, you know, just to converse in this way. And I know it's not always on this kind of um, Christian or spiritual tip. They talk about a lot of real world social things. If ever there has been a time for hard conversations, it's right now. Yes. Yeah, big, big facts. This is a time for a hard conversation, so don't back up. Anybody who can hear this, don't back up. If you follow me around, I even promote them. I will jump in your face and have a hard conversation with you and not challenge you, but just challenge you to take a, a, dip, a deeper look into your life for sure. and stop being caught up in this one broad brush, brush that's trying to paint all of us as one way or another. These are five young black men who come together to say some positive things, some, you know, some things that you can really take some introspect in. So I'm here to help. So, that's my intro. That's my long intro. Now I got to get yeah. back in. So he and, does and what I do when I talk. You see where that's John what, gets see, it I'm from. Saying, yeah. So what happens is because it's, it's just, I, I have the same talking pattern. So what happens is you talk whereas though if somebody wanted to interrupt you, they would feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So what happened is I knew I couldn't get in there. So I had to let it breathe. Like I had to let the track breathe. Like I was just like, I, I, I knew I could get in, but I knew I would look like that guy interrupted. Right, interrupted. Yeah. So a positive message. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, I comment on what he just he said just real quick? Yeah. Yeah. For people who are listening, what he just modeled is the importance of having older generational men around young men. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. He just spoke into us, affirmed us. <laughs> <laughs> in just his introduction. Yes. yes. Yeah. All right. Well, just his introduction. Yeah. You know how many dudes lack that? Yeah. 
Okay, and I'm going to give you a little antidote just behind what Brandon said. I know how this can go. It's good. Y'all get a flavor of the episode. A old rat digs a hole. A young rat runs through it. Yes. Everything you guys are doing, somebody paved the way. Right. And what happened is respect is always in order, but it's not demanded, it's command. Mm. When you command, you control it by your actions or inactions, right. the way you receive others. When you demand, you're going to get pushed back. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when you demand respect, whenever a chink in your arm is shown, whenever opportunity comes, somebody's going to take advantage. Right. Because you've done it by force. What's so the, you um, always put yourself in place where you go command respect, demand. not demand. One of my favorite like movies that. is one of my favorite movies is a Bronx Tale, and then Sonny always says, "What do you say? Um, do you rather you want to be feared or you want to be loved?" Yeah. And I like I always use that in a lot of in my life. Do you want to be feared or do you want to be loved? Yeah. Because you want to be you don't want to be feared. Yeah. Fear brings no. It's not, I'm not gonna say you don't want to be. Fear brings a certain aspect, and then love brings a certain aspect. And respect, fear, love and respect. Yeah, I think respect is the thing. respect. Is it respect? Yeah. Is it res- is respect or fear? Yeah, because the respect you get out of fear is artificial. Yeah. Right. They're only doing it because they have to. Uh-huh. Right. Intimidation. Right. And as long as you're watching. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And they they looking to put a a dart in your back as soon as you turn around. Because oh, yeah. um, I, I got see. Yeah. I got to look even like, like even at my age. I'm getting older. I mean, you know, God's blessed me. I got good you know faculty in my limbs. I'm in really you know really good health. But as I wane, everybody's going to start losing. I'm going to start missing a step. So respect but is if huge. I have not put myself in a position where those who are around me now, you know, are going to. Help me because if, but if I dog them along the way, I got three three sons, got five children, but three sons. If I dog them coming up, I don't know how they're gonna you know right. Right. feed that back. If they're coming back and they're being my caregivers when I'm older, out of responsibility and not of you know a fear heart to you know help their dad along the way, I don't put myself in a vulnerable position. Yeah. yeah. So I think people need to take time to really think about that and Love don't that. discard people. Never be in the yeah. business of discarding people. And if you do, I would say if you even if you have like you discard, you have people you discard it. Like figure out how to make it work or make it right. Mm. Even make it. Even if you don't love them or like them, but make it even. Mm. Whereas though you can still have that. You never know with who's going to be your bridge, who's going to be that connecting piece. It's never. I don't think resting with you know arts against anybody is ever, is healthy, good. I mean, in my in some te- context, it's not a Christian. Like, you shouldn't be resting, you know, with bad blood if you mm. if you can avoid it. Like, try not to. Mm. I, I like the respect starting the pod. That's because I think that's a huge I thing. I love that. Respect, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it. you, but you know that you know those guys though. Like, you, you know those guys <laughs> when you see them. You like, ah, I'm like, I'm gonna do everything I can to yeah. disrespect you. Yeah. Because of just the way you coming at me, like, yeah, I right, don't, right, right, I yeah. just don't appreciate it. Right. And there's another guy right. if he comes to you correct. He may not have the most, uh, you know, social status or something, but it's just like something real and genuine about him. Like you can see somebody homeless on the street, but you could tell like he might not be on the up and up right now, but he was that guy once. I'm gonna respect you because I can feel that energy. Like I can feel it. Yeah. So that's what the, I always. I love drug culture, unfortunately, and I I, <laughs> I reference it. No, I do. I'm gonna lie to you. In gangster culture. No, nah, you didn't. Yeah, I don't know. But I think I love the morals and in the which yeah. the artificial cool. morals a lot of times, but they're there and it's just like. Because everything is based off respecting your name. Like, mm-hmm. nothing is real. Like, The Wise One, one of my favorite shows, like Avon, the character on there, like, everything he runs off of is respect. Like, he it's not money, it's not a gun, it's my name, it's respect, it's how I treat you and how you treat me. And that's how everything is birthed from that game. I was just like, mm-hmm. that's, a, yeah. that's amazing to watch, though. Well, it's a, it's a certain code, uh, it's a certain street code that actually has relevance in, in the life of those who are into that world. You know, they live by a certain code. And, you know, you break once that Once upon a time. Yeah, so once upon a time. Definitely I'm glad you now. said that because now, and that's one thing when, you know, people in my generation, we look now and see some of the things that's going on. We had a code. Yeah. There were some things you did, some things you didn't do. Mm. Now, everything goes. Mm-hmm. Everything Weird. goes. And everything. And yeah. I can go further into that because that gets into society as a whole because society as a whole is selfish yeah and it breeds selfishness it's mm-hmm. all about me standing out me getting recognition mm. for anything we do anything you say you want to have some type of recognition yeah and because of that I, and, and I, I always keep this in mind when you see younger people acting out on that they were taught everything's right, a learned right, behavior right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. this is the bill of goods we gave you 
I always say that. My, this is the bill of gifts we gave you. Now you are maneuvering within what we gave you to operate in. So I, I want to move the podcast forward because I can see we can be here till seven. Um, <laughs> so I, I, you got two preachers, like that's how they do. And you and me, and I, I, I'm naturally you, you've talked more than me. <laughs> I just want to be on record. No, I know nah. you've spoken. I, I was going to bring this up, man. I'm, I'm not going to stand down somewhere. No, 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 don't ask that. I throw, I throw the hoops. I throw the hoops. I throw the hoops. But now, because me and wife had this conversation, and I want y'all to. Uh, so we can start here And Maul, Mel, and Palmer Did y'all have anything y'all wanted to uh, start with? No, we here now no, yeah, we here. Here. Right. Up, so Ain't because, nobody going back Alright, cool I, I wanted to Because spirituality Let's talk about that Spirituality mm-hmm. uh, What is spirituality And what is Some people say I'm spiritual I'm not religious And you know, my feeling is I feel as though This generation yearns for spirituality In a very desperate way mm-hmm. Very, very desperate And nobody talks about it But I think they're searching for something they don't know what they're searching for, mm. but it's right in front of them. And we're trying to go different ways. Like a lot of the women or people, you crystals, they'll, they'll choose sage and all that. To me, it's all trying to get back to the same place, but you just don't know the method. When someone said, this is the way, I'm telling you the way, but you don't want to go that way because of how everybody else went that way. That mm. makes sense? Yeah, I hope that makes sense to everybody. Yeah. So I just want to see what y'all take is that on spirituality. Everybody talks spirituality. What is it? Mm. I think I wanted to let Brandon start with that one because he has. I love the way he breaks it down. He broke it down for me. I was on his podcast. He broke yeah, it down. Yeah, he did. Me. I like it. I, I mean, I think oh, there are different levels. Brandon, let me say this. I want to yeah. say this for everybody listening that Brandon and I, we just met. Yeah, we just <laughs> met. It's the first time we met. You know, but, I, but I like the way this guy talks. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it, man. I figured you would. I figured I, you I, would. I figured you would. I man. Yeah, yeah. Um, as somebody. So. Uh, uh, apologetics is dear to my heart That uh, comes from the Greek word apologia And it means to make a defense, make an argument A contention for the faith um, And it's dear to my heart Because that's how I came to faith I came to faith through trying to reject it Through trying to find loopholes around it Hating church, hating being in church mm-hmm. um, And so I start with that because I want to point out that People's statement that I'm spiritual Not religious Is, is not um, a description Of who they are spiritually mm-hmm. more than it is an attack or a, an affirmation of how they are against religion. Mm-hmm. That right. makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yep. Um, and so even if somebody doesn't have an idea on how to define their spirituality, what they want you to know is that I'm not like those church people. Mm-hmm. That That's what they're really mm-hmm. stating there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as far as this being a new concept, that's not true. Uh, if you read scripture, everybody had this natural bend to look at aspects of the creation and try to find value in it and try to end up worshiping it rather than the creator uh, and I think a lot of spirituality is a push um, towards that because when you start looking into what it means to worship the creator you start looking at another person if you start looking at another person you start dealing with someone else's will if you start dealing with someone else's will, mm-hmm. their, their will is in competition with your will. So right. now we're talking about submission. Mm-hmm. That's something we're not naturally bent to want. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They, you know, that's not something we're naturally <laughs> bent to want. That's the biggest fight. That's the biggest <laughs> that's fight. That's the biggest fight. That's the biggest fight. I, I love it. Um, that, go ahead. You go ahead. Um, that was good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, that when boy you good. talk about spirituality, like you said, that uh, a lot of times people don't want to deal mm-hmm. with religion because so many heinous things modern day and historically have been done in the name of religion that's right and that's why people will run to the hills to be you know show themselves different or away from religion when you say i'm spiritual but i'm not religious believe it or not you're not really saying anything that's new brand new because believe it or not everybody's spiritual right everybody's spiritual because we were made of spiritual beings yeah but what happened is everybody has a yearning or a void in their spiritual space until they get a connection in spirit back to God. Mm, right. We were made, the Bible talks about, you know, we were made in God's image. That image wasn't flesh and bones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was actually spiritual. God is a spirit. Those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. We, Adam and Eve, you believe in the fall, the um, original sin, Adam and Eve, they, God told them in the day you you know, eat thereof or you disobey, you will surely die. They died twofold. I've said this from former podcasts. They died because their body started to deteriorate. But they died spiritually instantly. Mm-hmm. Their spirit was disconnected here because God's, God's spirit is holy or separated. 
man had a perfect relationship with him at that point. So when you talk about perfect people, can someone be perfect? Your relationship with God can be perfect. Right. That don't mean you're a perfect being. Mm. I don't want to get too far with, with this. I like it, can, you, it can really go deep. But that spiritual disconnection is what everybody feels and yearns for. Right. For sure. And you will always find certain things you would do to try to fill that That's void. Right. Money, relationships, sex, illicit sex, socialization, hobbies, um, you know, buildings, status symbols, mm-hmm. likes on internet. All those things is trying to fill a void. Yeah. That spiritual void. That void can only be filled with him. So is I'm a, uh, I got I wanna ask y'all thoughts on spirituality, but one hot take I was talking to my wife, she, me and Sherelle was talking and we was talking about kids. And we were talking about kids in terms of a lot of people have kids for themselves. The whole idea of having a kid is you're having a kid for someone else. And I and I realized like, what do you mean? Like you're having a kid because we're beings to worship God, so you're making a kid is to a child is to glorify Him. Like they don't belong to you. They don't. Mm-hmm. You don't own them. They're not your possession. They're not your spirit. They're they're His. Mm-hmm. You make them to get back to Him. You help Him. You help them find Him yeah. from their birth. That is your obligation to have a child. And we were sitting there, and I said, when people always say to me, because a lot of people say, "Have kids, have kids." I said, "Do you understand the gravity of what you're asking someone to do to usher a life?" Through this world and hopefully and prayerfully find, connect them back to the journey in which you hopefully like and when you give a christian ceremony that's what you're doing mm. you're saying god guide them like take them like you're giving them back to where they're created mm. and i don't think people always take like everything spiritual i look at everything spiritual or some people use the word energy same thing spiritual energy whatever you want to say and I, I just think sometimes we don't give credence to every aspect of spirituality around us like even something as small like ma's a father like that's a burden <laughs> as much as a joyful thing it's just like yo this is a whole life man this is a whole soul this is a whole life like what am i going to do like i don't know what i'm doing i'm trying to figure like you're going to always try to figure your life out and you're trying to i'm how can i truly interject and it, all all you can do is say it is god like all i can do is throw it up to god and say hey you take the will and you're gonna have to do this because there's no there's no intellect you can tap into well i will say to you that there's certain things in that conversation you won't know or understand until That's you have it. I, I believe yeah. that. I believe that. And that, in that context, I do believe. But that. I will. Very I true. will co-sign your statement to this degree, not in totality, because you actually need to have a child or have that conversation. But there's some other that. feelings that comes through with that. Mm-hmm. That actually makes the burden worth it all. Mm. Okay. That's interesting. Mm. It turns into sacrifice rather exactly. than yeah, burden. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I like that. But keep this in mind. Everything we have in life we're stewards of you Mm -hmm. actually own nothing your life is really not even your own Mm -hmm. everything wraps around three areas of stewardship time talent and treasure time how much time do you have here when are you going to die you don't know the reason you don't know is because time does not belong to you it belongs to God a bar so therefore (laughs) you are only a steward now a steward is someone that possesses something they are in control of something that does not belong to them. A stewardess, the pilot on the plane is flying the plane, is in charge of everything in that plane. But while he's doing that, he is entrusted to the stewardess. Those people belong to the stewardess while he's flying. A shop steward in a union, all of those people belong to him as he represents them far as the union. So anything is a steward, you know, uh, or a steward on the ship, mm-hmm. same thing. They're in care of you for, for the captain. So you are a steward of your time. God gives you the space of time. See what you're going to do with it. Your talent, any ability you have, God wants to see what you're going to do with your ability. You know, you're not saying you can't do anything for yourself, but he wants to know you're going to glorify him with it as also. Right. And it doesn't always mean what people say, you know, for instance, if you're a singer, you got to sing all gospel songs. No, mm-hmm. you can sing other songs too. But God wants you to glorify him also in that talent. Mm-hmm. And also, I said treasure, anything you possess, Mm -hmm. your houses, your land, your money. I mean, you say you make money, but who gave you the ability to do those things? Mm -hmm. The house, everything, ultimately, you're just a steward because if I can just summarize that part of it, when you leave here, what's going to happen to it? Right. Go. That's the wake-up call. Letting jewels, no way. Yeah. You're just in possession (laughs) of it. Sometimes that's that's very humbling. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So just to kind of bring it back to the spiritual versus religion. I was I think, just about to say. Yeah, to bring it back to that, 
I think where where I'll come in at, and I, I spoke about this on this podcast and on Brandon's podcast, is the we tie we tie the church, the physical church, so closely to that spiritual thing, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that, and I think that's where the real disconnect, or in your case, the veil is, right? Because mm-hmm. if you if I go to church and you're telling me all of this stuff, and if I don't do it the way you tell me to do it. Mm-hmm. I won't be saved or yeah. I won't be this. I won't be that. Mm-hmm. That kind of pushes people away. further right. and further away. To challenge that point, though, like how come nobody says that about a job, though? Because you need money to live. Yeah. But you don't think you need God to live. No, you know. Well, you know. it's a different thing. I'm trying to compare that. It's how it's just basically, it's, it's, it's like, it's tangible. Like you see money. Okay. You don't see God. Oh, so you say okay? I don't yeah. see the spirit. I, yeah, you don't see the spirit. Okay, that is true. Yeah, yeah. I would add on that. In theory, you don't see him, but I add on that a job by nature is transactional. Mm. Yeah. So you know what you're doing. Yeah. Religion, you know, you know what you get back. Yeah. Religion by nature is transactional. Mm. The gospel mm. isn't. There's right. nothing we did exactly. to contribute to salvation. Exactly. Nothing, nothing. And so when people put that veil up, like Brother Q was talking about, who who are uh, replacing that veil. <laughs> Was I not supposed to say that? No, it, no, 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 no. It, 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 it flowed perfectly. Yeah, it, was, it was great. It was yeah, great. great. That's why I was, that's why I was funny. Y'all ruined it. No, y'all ruined it. Ignore my chuckles. I know. Keep yeah, on, Brandon. Yeah, okay. yeah, you're good. When people put that veil up, um, yeah. it's, an, it's a, an attack. It's uh, an assault on good news mm-hmm. that people were talking about. I gave an illustration I may give here today when I was t- talking with Melvin. About people in a house who are sent out to find people who are hunger, hungry and thirsty. I love this mm. analogy, by the way. And um, with the reality also that Brother Q brought up, hey. that Brother Q brought up, um, was that there have been atrocities committed in the name of religion all throughout history and even still today. Oh, for sure. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and that pushes people away where religion becomes this inoculation. And so whenever you step into a church, people are like, nah, I had it before. Get yep. me, me up out of here. I'm yeah. good. I'm resistant to it. Uh, and so the, the, the Christians, who, which is the church is a spiritual thing in and of itself. It's not a physical thing. Um, can't tell it all the time. No, yeah. you can't. No. But the Christians <laughs> are the members of this yeah. house who's found food. They're not the creators of the food. <laughs> you know, they, so they have no rights over the food, mm-hmm. um, but they have found it. Little and they, they are been they have been sent out to find people who are dying of hunger. Right. And so now you have Christians in the past who find people who are hungry and their response to the people is, like, hey, you dummy, the food is over here. <laughs> what are you doing, dummy? Yeah. And slapping them up and whatnot. <laughs> and so then that's the why response. You're hungry. That's why you're hungry. Yeah, that's why you're hungry. Look at you. I'm full. I'm good. And so that's, that's, that's a tragedy in two ways. Yeah, one, man. one way is you as a member of the house are treating people who don't have food when you once yourself was someone who didn't have food. Man, that's dope. Now. Two, this person now, as a result of the way that you treated them, is turned away from the only house that has food. Mm-hmm. It's terrible that you treated them that way, but they're going to still be going hungry. That's right. Yeah. You know, I, I like that you use a lot of analogies. That, that analogy. That's <laughs> dope. I, I love it. I, I heard that on a pod. I, I thought it was dope. I think dope. I was telling Melvin this one thing. Think about analogies. We're talking to my so brother Q. You got to be so strategic with analogies because analogies will win the day. Or lose it. But a bad one will lose it. <laughs> <laughs> but I like using them. And this is the one I usually use, brand, and you're going to find it's the same basic I'm just not as intellectual, kind of raw. Yeah, he's, he dropped the word in there. I was just like, I'm like, Google. If you that. get, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, okay, I like that, I like that, I like that. If you are hungry, and I have a steak, and I throw this steak and hit you in the mouth with it, hit you in the face with it, mm, that's, that's and it drops to your ground, drops to the ground. If you're hungry enough, you might just even pick it up might. and eat it, but you will forever be suspect at me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You will not come back to me for another piece. Or anything. Yeah. Because a lot of times, see, people will come to a church in distress. Mm-hmm. A life issue, uh, a death, a uh, sickness. Pray for me. We have people in my neck. We have an urban church. The, the church I go to is in urban. Yeah. It's in um, Walbrook Junction in the heart of the hood. Mm-hmm. And we have people come in. But if we don't treat those people right, they will never come back for the bigger meal. Mm-hmm. Or to be nourished. Mm-hmm. Not just fed for a moment. For sure. So it's all about delivery. Yeah. Religion has a lot of times delivered this in such a heinous way that it's drove people away. 
And you didn't even say steak them, so that was probably real steak. So I get it. I get it. <laughs> we talking medium rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how was that steak? <laughs> we talking. Was it seasoned well? But I wanted to get. Uh, I, I know. I, <laughs> seasoned with salt. <laughs> it, 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 hey, he keeps talking about seasoned. Salt of the earth. Bro. I got you. I like that. Good pun. Good pun. I, um, I wanted to get. Uh, yeah, steakums get me through a lot of tough good, times. A lot of tough times. Steakum and eggs. Steakums is good. Mary's is the best one. Mary's is the best steakums. They're the only steakums. The only things I know of. Yeah. Where does the conversation? Hold on. It's <laughs> like, this is what they do. This is what happens. <laughs> this is what they do. Yeah, this is what they do. But um, I mean, y'all, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk. I know Maul and Palmer didn't talk as much. I want to know what y'all, what y'all take on spirituality. Um, not even religion, spirituality, or all of this. Like on the big G, big G O D. What's what's y'all take? The big G O D. Don't step on it though. Don't step on it. You step on it and mess it up. I don't even know what you meant though. Don't worry about it. Let it breathe. Let it breathe. It gets the people going. All right, chill. Let, let <laughs> all, right, all right, for for me, my uh, my take on spirituality is like what I've been taught is basically like how you live, like the things like mm-hmm. like how like it's not like what people say. It's like do it like you have to live it a certain way, live a certain way, mm-hmm. and you have to show people. You have to display like how you living. Like, mm-hmm. You only listen or take in what people show you, and then it only goes but so far. But and like I said, like um, how you um, what Brother Key said, I'm about to say your dad, Brother Key <laughs> <laughs> said, like religion, like ha- and, like it has a stain on, it has a stain because like it has a bad reputation from from years on. And even when we, like back in school, yeah, we, yeah. Th- we hear about like um the Catholic Church, Christianity, mm-hmm. all the bad things that they done, mm-hmm. and like the basically all the negative. Yeah, you don't really want to like okay, well if they doing like that, I don't want to live like that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean that's pretty much how, how my mm-hmm. my take on that. Who are? Uh-huh. Pump. <laughs> Come on, yeah, you know where I stand, yo. No, I'm saying I don't. I mean, the people want to know you stand. I think contrast and conversation. It's good to engage. Yeah, contrast no, and conversation I mean, I, is beautiful. I have nothing to add to this conversation. But I think that's. But I think no, I don't think. I think you have a lot to add. I think what I happens disagree. is people don't understand though. I think that's one thing that I always didn't like about you know the the church so to speak or right. Christians right. because they don't leave room from contrast. Oh, okay. Because I, I mean, grew I grew up in a church where there was no contrast. Oh. Don't question. Don't question. Don't question right. God. Be but you know what? You know what actually. Echo but the Bible says And Echo Jesus chamber. was saying The whole time Question right. it No Break but it you down have, but you yeah. have to, Dig into you, it You have to care to question it though What you mean I don't care Like spir- no, no, spirituality think, Does not mm. exist in my world mm. that's, that's, Like that's, I'm all about Pragmatism and practicality okay. like, I don't I don't believe about Paranormal stuff mm. you know, but, uh, Would you say You're a materialist mm. I would say that Yeah mm. I'm more about the empirical like things that could be verifiable, right? By observation. So logic. You've when the last yeah. time you held it? Mm-hmm. I haven't held it. So that's not material. And yeah. I would say I wouldn't say logic is tangible. Not in the not in the sense that you're saying. Yeah, it's metaphysical. Right, right, right. See, so the, I wouldn't if, say if, you're see, a material. I don't. I don't even want to do it. I don't even want to take part in the debate. <laughs> uh, that's why I didn't want to intervene. But that's the that's the cutting that has to happen. Yeah, right. it doesn't right. have to. Ha- but I have to care to want to have the cutting in the place. Okay. Right. But I will okay. say this. I will say this. You know, people. You know, who are of that mindset. You know, I, I got the utmost respect for it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And likewise. I think, you know, I think they have to realize that when I talk about that void, they're always looking for an answer. Yeah. The look for that answer is leading you to spirituality. Okay. They may not understand that, and I can get that. Because a lot of times people have not been able to have any con- um, a conversation with them. Answer me this. A lot of times when you have people who have um, heard your views on that. Right. A lot of times, the conversation they've been more attacking you. Exactly, it turns exactly. into like an intervention. Exactly, then right, trying right. right, trying to do an intervention right. to bring you to the other side. Side. Then actually the hearing the where problem, you are, because right, I'm not trying to bring you to my side. So why try to bring me to your side? And, and at the end of the day, I think Brandon um, agree with this. We all are free moral agents. We have a choice. Right. Yeah, we do. We have a choice to exactly. stay within in whatever with the arena right. we yeah. want to be in. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that's still that void I was talking okay. about. Yeah. Even the void, logistically, you know, logic speaking to answer questions of relativity, theory of relativity, right. Right. Big Bang theory. Right. Right. You know, um, all these things are still theory. Yeah. Which means these are educated thoughts and ideas based on what the collection of um. Yes, yeah, of data we had, yeah, based off data, but it's yeah. still not finite. Yeah. No, it's just it's accepted still a space. by science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, it's, it's still finite. a space for right, question, right. and that's the void I'm talking about. Yeah. But that's that only yeah. your creator can ultimately but fill. That's right. part of the problem with religion. I think <clears throat> exactly what Palmer is saying is 
that he says is he'll say his point and then you just attack him as, as a religion yeah. right. oh so it's like I don't believe it you see yeah. how I was receiving everything you guys yeah. are saying but I'm like I'm so receptive most, most religious yeah. as soon as I say it's something it's like yeah. a Pounce. I think I think it was Tomorrow's point. I don't pounce on you guys. I'm not, I'm not I'm a flag waving atheist, yo. I, I don't even think. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think a discomfort that shouldn't be a discomfort um, is truth claims. Um, I'm willing to make truth claims mm-hmm. because I don't like talking in this ethereal, abstract way where people can't handle it and right. rip it apart. Right. I want to say it extremely explicitly so that if it's not true. I also want to know. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't like. You don't I, I like, also want to like talking exactly. in absolutes. Yeah. I'm no, talking. I love talking in absolutes. Actually. Okay. Yeah, that's I what hate I'm saying. Talking that, that's what I'm saying. I love talking in absolutes because I like falsifiable things. Okay. Uh, I like testable things. Right. So that if it's false, I want it to be shown that it's yeah, false. Right. That I can change my mind about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Um, I don't think that's an accepted thing uh, all the time. Change your mind. Uh, I don't take. I don't take questions. As an attack, I take judgments or condemnation for what you believe as as an attack. And so, if someone says, if if I if I say, look, look, I'm a bachelor, and somebody says, wait, isn't that a ring on your finger? I'm not, I'm not gonna be. Like, Stop attacking me! I'm like, well, just ask him a question. Yeah, just ask him a question. Right, it's like, right, well, right. you just said you were a bachelor and you got a ring on your finger. I, I'm trying to figure out what you mean by bachelor. Then, right, right, right. Let's get to the bottom. But of, that, let's cut this. But up. is that the first time you heard him say he's a bachelor? See I, what I'm saying? I just like, made that. I know. I know. I know. What I'm saying, fly, what I'm saying is, everyone in this room know where I, where I stand. Right. Mm-hmm. So to to bring me into the conversation seems fruitless. No, no, no. no I, don't I, don't, I don't think it's fruitless. No, I think it's. I don't think it's. fruitless. So we can discuss that, right? But we have discussed that. No, 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 no. We haven't. We haven't. Okay. The thing is this, because once again, if we're talking about truth claims, right? Then naturally, one of us has the truth. And one of us does. Yeah, I mean, it right? boils down to the difference. Uh, well, it boils down to whoever believes they have the objective truth. Yeah, right. And, and you believe you have it. Yeah, uh, you you believe you have. Well, the well one, I believe objective truth exists. Right, right. right? right. So mm-hmm. even even if I don't believe I have it, if I believe it exists, right. I believe that every truth claim is by definition exclusive. So you, that's why logic comes into play. Non-contradiction comes yeah, into play. Right. I can't say that, hey, this thing exists, and then you say it doesn't, and they both be true. Right. We don't live that way, right? I understand. We, 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 and so I think the discussion is just trying to get down to the heart of what that truth right. is. Right. And if someone is like, well, I don't feel like discussing it, yeah, then I'll it be becomes like, oh, cool. exhausting because yeah, we're not going to meet in the middle. Yeah. And you know what? As you say that, like not meeting in the middle, I always think yeah. about like the um, debate between spirituality and religion. Mm. Yeah, I a, just, ca- a carnivore, a carnivore, and a vegan. Right, right. A vegan walk in. Can I, I don't eat meat. So. Can, <laughs> I, can I dress? Lord, do your thing. Religion. I just want to dress religion. Right. It's a loaded <laughs> word. It's a loaded word. Yeah, right. I love it. Right. I can't First stop all, the convo. Let good. me slow down. Good. And some of you may have heard me say this before. The word religion. <laughs> if you really slow it down, religion is just a systematic way of doing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Let's not put anything else on it. If you go on the Webster yeah. dictionary, they're going to say something about the church and everything. Right. Religion is just. A, yeah. a, a systematic mm-hmm. way of doing something. That's it. We religiously do this podcast. Brandon yeah. and I, we seem to be getting it along pretty well. But if we had a talk, you know, microphone off, and we started getting into doctrine and mm-hmm. Baptist and Methodist, we might have a disagreement. Mm-hmm. But respectfully, I would not have that conversation with you guys here. That's something that Brandon and I would talk about because we're in the clergy. We're brothers. Right. Because our ultimate goal is still to Give me a promote five. Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. salvation with if, if Jesus Christ, Big lead other people to spirituality, mm-hmm. or at least take them to the door as close as we can. Mm-hmm. Because there's some people ultimately is not going to hear me, but they will hear Brandon. Mm-hmm. That's and just because, and that's because what he says, the the message, the gospel message he have is tempered with his personality, and it will win other people that I cannot win. That does not have. I should not mm-hmm. feel egotistical about that or anything else. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why he feel a calling on his life, and I feel a calling on mine. Mm-hmm. We're not going to reach the same people. But when you get to religion, it's like be like us mm-hmm. because we are right. Right. Yeah. And doing this is the only way to get in. Right. That is false. False. Mm-hmm. I, I think that is false on every level. Yeah. Yes. I think to, like Palmer made me think a little bit um, in terms of one thing that I think has been a huge crux of religion. I think we forgot that God, like Jesus, his whole thing was about you know sharing it through story, through testimony, through living it, like Mo said. And one thing people don't like to do is 
they don't like to be transparent. They like to talk about church, God, religion, spirituality, globally, generally. Mm. What do you think? Like, stop telling me, well, you know, people, no, stop saying people, what do you think? What was your story? How did you get through it? Like, what was the tough time that you yeah. dealt with? Because that always pushed me away when someone can never talk personal. Yeah. Like, it has to be some generic. Yeah, it's a personal it. walk. Like, what right. you mean? What you mm -hmm. mean? When did you fall off the, you know, your road to Damascus? What was your moment? Like, come on. You know, what was your eight mile moment? Like, you got to tell me. Like, don't, don't, don't just, don't just give me, oh, you know, the Lord and just come. Bruh, what, what was it? When did you stop smoking? When did you stop? Mm -hmm. Like, who smacked you upside your head? Who ran you in here? Mm -hmm. Like, but nobody wants to say that. Like, what, what did you do before I'd, you got I'd to I'd love point? to answer that. I'd love to answer it, too. <laughs> but that's, I, I want y'all to answer it. Okay. But I think I think to all of us, that's kind of one yeah. of the things about religion is like, bruh, I don't even know what kind of skin in the game. And then I used to hate testimonies yeah. growing up. I'm telling you. I despise people getting up testifying. Because they told me everything <laughs> they was big and bad enough to do and said, yeah. you ain't, I hate to say, the, I'm, I'm about to curse. You ain't shit because you ain't do what I did. Yeah. You you ain't go out there and uh, put needles in your arm, but the Lord delivered me. Okay, yeah, right, so right, hold on, right, hold on. Right. So I gotta that's shoot heroin. Really than me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I gotta shoot heroin to be delivered. My that's bad. not a testimony. A testimony by definition can't have you at the center, and you can't be the Bruh. savior in it. You know, I'm telling you, and you sitting there like selfish. Hey, maybe I need to go out there and drink a little bit. Shoot a couple of hair. Let me experience some <laughs> yeah. darkness so I can get to the light. And, the, and then they, and the whole time. Quick. And then we, one thing that was always said, you green. I know Mel can the test. We, was, yeah. we came and say, you green. You don't know what the world, the world out there. I'm like, hold on. But you, tell me what I'm, tell me what you saving me from. Mm. And nobody can tell you. Mm. I, um, I actually, used to, that used to be me. <laughs> Years ago, that, I'm, I'm saying that I felt like that in the church. Yeah. That dag, I ain't okay. Maybe I ain't got enough um, street cred for this. I ain't sending you know? I my sin game up. I ain't gonna kill a couple people. Maybe I gotta go out. Yeah, maybe I gotta go out. Let me get my sin up. Let me get my sin up. You know what? But I went out there and I did a little this or that, and I'm like. This is like straight up stupid. <laughs> I'm, who, who am I trying to? Get your son up. Um, who am I trying to validate <laughs> myself with? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not trying yeah. to validate myself. I asked my um, Jonathan. This is I don't even know if okay. you remember this, but one time we was having this conversation about you know things, you know how you know how I came up, some of the hard knocks and stuff and stuff like that, and you know experiencing things. And he said something about it, and it actually was an awakening for me. He said this years ago. He said, "Why? But why do you want us to have it as hard as you did?" You know how a lot of times people say, well, you got to work hard and you got to do this because this is how we did it. This, But why you want it hard for me? Didn't you work hard so I don't have to be? Mm -hmm. I'm like, man. Makes sense. That was a light bulb. That's right. <laughs> oh, okay. Why well, want you to go through the same stuff I did? Bruh. Just in case everybody's to... keeping score, that was Jonathan playing the background, not liking the talk. It was. <laughs> there you go. I like what you did there. I'm Thanks, laughing. Man, I didn't catch that. I'm laughing, y'all, but you but, know what? But, I don't but even the, get that. <laughs> we, everybody got it. Everybody got it. It's in a biblical sense, like, oh, you want me to walk 40 years through? Like, uh -huh. it, it, until I do that, then I'm worthy. Yeah, and that's right. what I'm saying. You put a, and I think that's where Palmer this thing comes from too. Mm -hmm. You put a worthiness on me based on like, like you can't. Who are you to tell yeah. me I'm worthy or not? Right. Yeah. I think that's all of our disdain. I think the breakdown. Oh yeah. That okay, brother yeah. Q was saying regarding religion was that. Um, it's not what we actually think it is. Religion has become synonymous with mm -hmm. Christian faith, mm -hmm. and that's that's yeah. not that's not that's what, what it I was is. trying to say earlier. It, yeah. it, it, is, it yeah. is this traditional people people religiously go to the gym. Melvin, but you can no, you, you like, can it, it's it's a, yeah. it's a set of actions or steps formulated into a process, you know. And so the reason why Jesus. Um, was so angry at the religious is because they reduced the beauty of a relationship with your creator to these steps and processes. They hijacked it. They hijacked it. And so instead of yeah. seeing a good God Great alley -oop. Yeah. I, 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 like <laughs> I love what you did there. Yeah. Instead of seeing a good God who um, saves bad sinners mm -hmm. himself We've now created it to these steps and processes that we can do. Now we can boast about this faith that we have and mm -hmm. all this stuff that we do. And we can push other people down for not having done the stuff that we did. And unfortunately, people still do that today. Yeah, and, right. and they don't actually, you know, get to the center of what that actual, the faith is. And, the reason, and one of the reasons why they do it now, we still experience it now, because church has become a business. Mm -hmm. They... 
do everything to uphold that business business model. I mean, you think about it. Oh, yeah. We got people coming in voluntarily giving their money. Yeah. It's the biggest hustle you can run if you want to be be a hustler. And again, and I got (laughs) to say this, and I got to slow down premises because I'm not speaking against going to church. Right. My whole push or drive is to put people in the mindset when they make that um, faithful decision to go in there and learn of God because that's what the house of God is supposed to be that you can learn about your creator and draw a relationship with him that's the learning place for that but when they do that they do it with a they go in with a mindset Mm -hmm. and don't fall because you don't have a certain mindset when you go in you will quickly be indoctrinated into the religion Mm. and I've seen so many people over the years who were indoctrinated into the religion and were never brought to relationship yeah and those people will and have fell by the wayside. Some of them fell by the wayside and left out of the church and turned it back on all together. And believe it or not, a lot of them fell by the wayside and still go. Mm. But that's all they got is the religion. I mean, you can go to work and, and no, you can go to work and not be there. And, and you can go to work <laughs> and never you you never pro, you never progress. Yeah, you're still at the same stage for the last next 20, 25 like years. Right. New new people coming in and they getting promotions and everything. You still stuck in the same rut. Yep. Yeah. You're still going to the um the break room at the same time, and eating the same sandwich, Man. and and everything else. I just got bored. Yeah, I'm about to say. <laughs> yeah. That good grief. That yeah. sounds like I mean, a miserable life. I'm about to say. But you gotta think well, of it. You and you got people going to church and right. miserable. That's exactly right. But you gotta think as a relationship. And because they miserable, I'm gonna say. And because they miserable, you going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> you going to hell. <laughs> and you going to hell. And you, you know going what? to hell. Because you're not doing what I'm doing. Uh, you know what? The, 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 the picture you're showing me of you, I'd rather go to hell. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Some people make that up in their mind. But I'm not going to lie to you. You know, one thing I always say, I think Jesus, Jesus needs a little, he needs a rebrand in terms of the presentation. Cause I you think said Jesus, Jesus does? Jesus. No, 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 no Jones got a delivery. Joe Osteen got a delivery. They but what spit, about let me ask the way they spit their bars is what you like. It's also like so. I've, I've been to a Baptist church or denomination churches. Mm-hmm. It's also like a, a level of theatrics. Yeah, like yeah. the Holy Ghost and stuff like that. My yeah. wife is Catholic, so we go to a Catholic church. There's none of that. Those theat. I mean, it, you don't get the same type of synergy. With it's it. like the let out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 45 minutes. It's set time to get out. The same message and then yeah. it's, it's like it's, it's yeah, regiment. It's, it's, chill. it's ritualistic. Uh, it's but not, you, the Catholic church is like can, I can it's like a Christian let out. Yeah, I don't like just going chill. to church and not knowing when I'm getting out. You know, I, he, he preaches the word. So I hear what you're saying. Like, you go for the message or you go for the flavor, you know, the, the style. Yeah. The style makes fight. But you also go for, you know, other things that's surrounding that yeah. that, that type sure. of uh, sermon. I, I think people act, act like we're not humans when it comes to it. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, you go for style points. Well, you know, there they're, they're are many churches in the world. Ex- millions. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> millions. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that is true. Um, mm-hmm. But that is not the case blanketed across Every mm-hmm. church. A few houses yeah. you pass in Baltimore's church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like every two houses in the church. But, but I like, guess this, so, I, yeah. before you, I think I think you know where I'm going, Brandon. But I want y'all to like anybody can chime in. It's just like people forget. Like everybody doesn't have to be in the same building for because then people start to build kingdoms to themselves. Mm-hmm. Churches is a lot of times become kingdoms to that pastor, that right. family, mm-hmm. and they say like we're building this for what? You're building this for God. It's not yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Uh, there is a certain element of how someone delivers something and makes you like it. Like somebody listens to this podcast, they like how we give content. The delivery is important. That's why I said the rebrand is because people don't want people make being a Christian feel like it's the swag is gone out of it. Like it's it can be some swagger in being a Christian. Yeah. They make it seem bland, like a, a unseasoned meat. Like they don't. Yeah, there you go, the unseasoned yeah. meat. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. I understand. It took a matter of time to get back. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's like, but that's not even swaggy. Like y'all can do that better. They make it seem like it's a burden. Right? Yes. Yeah. Like you can make being that told better. What you can and can't do. Exactly. But, but the I message, the church really the message like never right. changes. The gospel message exactly. never changes. Right. But the delivery Has does to. need to change. Yeah. And so I always say a verse like this. The gospel doesn't change, but the way we minister has to change. True. 
I'm talking to millennials now predominantly. I mean, you know, I'm talking about as demographics evolve, you know, they're more, I, I think statistically they're more millennials and Gen, Gen Z alive than there's baby boomers because, you know, baby boomers and exes are dwindling because right. of life cycle. <laughs> life. Right. So with that said, millennials don't learn with an hour and a half marathon preaching. Right. No. They learn quick and, you know, sound bites and quick anecdotal things. PowerPoints. There is a place <laughs> where you have to do even more teaching because you can't have someone just have a bite of something right. and pull a whole relationship with God. But you have to have multiple things in place. So I understand, I agree that the way we minister does have to be restant, reevaluated to a large degree. And I think you have a lot of people who are withering on the vine because they're still doing things in somewhat of an archaic way. Right. And with, because they don't get the results, they say people are just heathens now. Right, no. Right, what, what, right. Is the, what is the better way to, to deliver it to, in you guys' you can, opinion? You can, you well, one of them is this. Is it podcasting? Yes. yes. This is what. This is why I step into this arena because people listen to it. Podcasting, anything can be ministry. Mm -hmm. Because what is ministry? Ministry is serving. That's right. That's what I'm saying. In your opinion, what is the best way to get through the millennials? So I got. I got. And I'm still searching. Even not even millennials. What you got, Palmer? No, no. So are we saying uh, evolving with the times is the platform we choose to deliver the message or our interpretation of the gospel to be us to be to be in part with. A societal view of, you know, because all right, I, right. I so you don't see where I'm going yeah. like that. The LGBT stuff, yeah. You know, if you go to one church over here, mm -hmm. it's still condemned. You go one church over here, welcome, it's, it's welcomed, right? And it seemed like on the right side of history right now, we're being more welcoming to that 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 way of lifestyle. So, so you see, what I'm saying like, do, does the church to be to not be archaic, to not be on the wrong side of history? Do they? go against their interpretation of the gospel or they try to alter their interpretation of the gospel well, I don't to think, be on the right side of history. No, I don't think you alter your, your interpretation of the gospel, but I think you eliminate stuff like judgment. You eliminate stuff like ridicule. You open up for questioning. You make it a, a form and you really teach. Right now is a dictatorship. People treat, treat church like a dictatorship. I wouldn't say judgment is inherently bad. No, right. we, you're right. we make judgments Ju yeah. every day. You're right. That's uh, true. And decisions and yeah. observations and generalizations. Yeah. Just, I'm, I'm also, I think oh, real quick, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, the things that we um, engage in today aren't aren't new. No, they're not new. We have to make humanity has made judgments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, about yeah. I wouldn't mm -hmm. say it's new. Um, I would say the acceptance the level is different. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? There's I think things that weren't accepted before are being accepted more now. By who? The church or society? Society. Oh, well, that's, that, that, that happens. Yeah. Right, that happens. Right, right. But I think that's fluctuated, yeah. you know what I mean, throughout yeah, time. Yeah. But I think it's, I, I agree, I can jump on that. But it has fluctuated. Different kingdoms, different cultures. Yeah, yeah. I right. mean, you go to Greece. Um, pedophilia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's Side coming, the by the way. That's like coming that. here, by the way. Yep. But, yeah. um, but yeah, you know, so I think I, there isn't anything new. Yeah, I would, yeah, it's nothing new. Did you have you know, a point? I, I had something to say. Yeah, when you um, got a point? I'm going to say something about pedophilia real quick. Yeah. You said it's coming. In, and people say, no, that's so heinous. How could it be? I'm going to tell you, very easy. It's like I do is lower the age of consent. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Right. Just lower the age of consent. That's right. Bam, you in. Right. And you can, right. that very so well could come. Right. Yeah. I, didn't like, I didn't like the band you were in. I know. <laughs> 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 I didn't hear a pause from him. I couldn't pause him, though. I couldn't pause him. But, band you know, just the gospel message doesn't change, but we have to teach people in a way where they get to a place of not just the judgment, but self-awareness. You give them the information so they can become aware of themselves. Hmm. You know, because I'm not, you know, the message is still the message. What God con, um, considers not appropriate, ungodly, will never change. Sure. Scripture says that, you know, he's the same yesterday, today, and the day before. I'm, mm -hmm. a God, I'm, I'm God and I change not. So God is static in his ways. Right. And what he wants you to do. But how we deliver it to people so they get an understanding of it has to change to some degree. Because people don't endure the same things. Right. Back in my generation, I, I grew up. When I grew up, I was a young buck. I was taught, respect your elders, do what they say, you don't question. That was it. Or else. <laughs> and, and if you do that, you're right, you're good, you're upstanding citizen, you're a good young man. No matter how good and that, was that, it. that person was. Yeah. And no matter <laughs> no, how like, wrong or bad they were. But now, okay, so now I'm at this part. Now, I always say I've 
raising my children to think and ask questions. And I think your generation now asks questions. But what happened now, you're asking questions. To people that you're don't want to. intellectual. <laughs> but now you got a generation who don't know how to answer you. Mm-hmm. And because they were never really taught. <laughs> yep. right. So if I can't answer you, I can shame you. Yep. If yeah. I shame you, I cause you to pause and back up. Yeah, right. But you got to realize with this generation, that ain't working. That ain't how it goes. You got to read. You got to read. If you think the millennials are thugs, wait to the ones behind us. Oh, the ones behind y'all. Oh, my goodness. They don't even got respect. They got a couple at home. I mean, I mean, thank God for them. But they like going up. Why? Wait a minute. Now you said, like, they will play that stuff back to you in real time. No, on your phone. On the phone. They said they might get real receipts. So I. As I, you know, so Mel made a lot of questions. It's funny because as he, we interpolated a lot, like y'all answered a lot of the questions. Yeah, I'm like yeah, bam, I'm boom, 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 boom. But one thing is, um, the int- what y'all speaking to is what I always say. My argument I have with people is, people are scared to pass the intellectual Christians. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Views.